Hello, hello, bookies, and welcome back to Happy, Happy Hour, Hour Book, Book Club. Club. I'm Tiffany. I'm Celeste. And today we're going to be talking about The Love Hypothesis and Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood. Let's do it. Let's go, girls. All right. So first of all, Celeste, what is in our cup today? Today, Tiffany, we are drinking red wine like <laughs> the fine ladies we are. Oh, yes. Cheers. Um, do this a little let's talk about the love hypothesis since love on the brain just came out and we read love hypothesis first yes um okay so the genre of this book is kind of like a grumpy sunshine fake relationship and our favorite one bed <laughs> i was about to say smut i know <laughs> As a third-year PhD candidate, Olive Smith doesn't believe in long-lasting relationships, but her best friend does, and that's what got her into the situation. Olive's best friend, Anne, was in love with her ex-boyfriend, Jeremy. Was his name Jeremy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like the self-respecting biologist, Olive panics and kisses the first man she sees while she's very well aware that her friend Anne is watching her. That man happens to be Adam Carlson a young hotshot professor, and a well-known asshole. Which is why Olive is positively floored when Stanford's reigning lab tyrant agrees to keep her in this charade of fake dating, fake boyfriend. And there's this huge science conference... The huge science conference that things hit the fan. Suddenly, their little experiment falls dangerously close to combustion... Olive discovers that the only thing more complicated than a hypothesis on love is putting her own heart under the microscope. Aww. Aww. My heart. (laughs) Okay. So let's, first of all, before we start talking about the book, we just gave you guys a little summary. Let's talk about who we thought of as the characters while we were reading this. Okay. So for Adam, I thought he figured, like the perfect scenario of Jess from Gilmore Girls. Okay. I haven't really seen Gilmore Girls. He plays um I know he's like the coffee shop's nephew, no? Yes, but he's in This Is Us now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know who this is. Milo I know who this is. Yes. Super yes. sexy man. No, no, no. I know exactly who this <laughs> is. I know who it is. Um okay, I thought of Adam Driver and I'm almost 90 three percent sure that um ali hazelwood wrote this character based on adam driver like even like look at the little character in the front like i feel like he kind of looks like him but anyways that's who i thought okay and for olive i kind of got um nina dobrov vibes okay nina dobrev um <laughs> hate myself i that. honestly thought of myself for this one and i have no idea why I, like, couldn't picture anybody. Because, like, even the girl in the front, like, the I don't know. She just. Yeah, it didn't. Like, I don't know if I was supposed to compare to the girl in the front. I just didn't picture her. Like, I pictured literally Nina while she was doing Vampire Diaries. Okay. Like, oblivious, innocent little girl that. Yeah. I don't know. I just couldn't think of anybody else, like, to fit Olive. Mm-hmm. So I just honestly thought of myself. Who did you think for Malcolm? Which was like her Jonathan Venice. Which is the perfect GBF. Okay. I literally that's queer eye. He is so silly, but he's so also supportive that I was like, 
he fits him. Yeah, hundred so percent. I, I don't know if I would have thought of him exactly, but I definitely thought of somebody that looked like him. Like his vibe. Yeah, his vibe. Okay, for Anne, I don't know why I thought of Jamie Chung, who she's like the supporting <gasps> actress in like all of these random the movies. The really pretty girl that she's in. Um, she's in Grown Ups. She's Pr- in um, Princess Protection Prison. The one that's like, yes. like oh yes. my god, that girl's so pretty. She's so pretty. I don't know why I thought of her. I don't even like. I, I have no idea why she was the first person that came to mind, and she just, I don't know, that just fit my description for her. Okay, and for Jeremy, a hundred percent, Matt from the Vampire Diaries, a you, million percent. That was like on the nail, perfect. Cause he was like, he fit the vibe for he both the, roles. Yes, like. yes. Holden, I honestly, so, does it ever happen to you that there's a you character can, like, and you them. can't picture anybody at all? I just picture him tall and, like, maybe blonde. Yeah. But But I couldn't, like, there was nothing that stood out that I was like, oh, my God, for sure. He looks like, no, no, I couldn't think of anybody for him. Maybe, like, Bobby from Queer Eye? I don't really watch Queer Eye. I only know who, like. You're missing out. I only know who Jonathan Van Ness is just because, like, he's He's famous everywhere. Yeah. But I don't really watch Queer Eye. Okay. And Tom. Okay, Tom. I thought of Owen Wilson. (laughs) That's like such an insult. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Like this jail. Is, this jail. Is, <laughs> this is why I thought of him. Have you seen Meet the Fockers? Yes. Okay. Owen Wilson is in it. And he's. He's the weird ex-boyfriend. Yes. And he's like in love with Ben Stiller's wife. He even gets like a tattoo yeah. of her on his um, back or something, if I remember correctly. I could see it. I don't know why. Like Tom is supposed to be like blonde and whatever. I'm not personally attracted to Owen Wilson. Not at all. But I do think that it was just like that vibe. I don't know why. Okay, I couldn't picture anybody, so. I don't know. Okay, so we kind of wanted to list a few things that like we liked specifically about this book. Um, So I think I really liked like the STEM and like the college vibes. Yeah. Because you don't ever see books like that. Especially, like, a woman that's, like, super smart. Like, not that women can't be smart and, like, whatever. But, like, yeah, there's never a book based on a woman being such a smart STEM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I genuinely did like that it was in the college setting. But more so, like, they're older. So it's not so. There's Sometimes there's these books where they're, like, 21 in college. And I'm like, that's not really... You're not mature yet. You're not so. mature yet. That's not real, really realistic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I liked how um, it's kind of like this like tie-in loop at the end that mm-hmm. like she actually had met him in the beginning and yes. this whole thing, you know? Okay. Picking back off that. Did you know it was him? Oh, 100%. Okay. just wanted to make sure. Well, I feel like it couldn't have been more obvious that it was him literally i could not but i think they do that on purpose yeah but he was like i've been in love with her in all these years but like well yeah because they met and then like several years later i but think like, like four hi- years later yeah maybe maybe like three or four yeah like four years later he's like always been obsessed with this girl and then all of a sudden she gives him a big old smooch you know that was like a really good start to the book too. I really like how it just kind of threw you into the drama. Yeah. Of like, oh my god, I can't believe like kind of like just a cliffhanger this. type of thing. Like, where is she gonna go with this? Yes. Like it immediately sucks you into the book, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, yes, I can see myself finish. I finished this book in two days. Same. 
after that kiss, I had to know what happened. I had to know what happened. They asked the dean, like, oh, Adam make, asked. Yeah, like to make sure like they didn't correlate anyway, oh, or yeah. it was like inappropriate. Yeah, because Adam wasn't even her counselor. Like, it was, I think it was not counselor. What like was her mentor. Like her. No, I don't think that's the right word. That is. That's like oh, is it? Who watches you? Oh, okay. Comes around, comes yeah, around. no. And she had like that old lady who was like always emailing her about different opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was leaving. Mm-hmm. I think she was getting married. No. No. She was, she was just old. retiring. Yeah, she oh. was retiring. Uh. <laughs> that's what happens when. That's what happens when you're me and Celeste, and you read four books in a week. And you start kind of... You kind of make your own book yeah. out of all the books you read. Basically. <laughs> oh, and I saw that a lot of people had talked about, like, whether Olive is going to... It was, like, asexual or something because she... The quote is, it's not that I want to not have sex. I just don't particularly want to have it. There is something weird about my brain and my body. and I don't know what's wrong with me, but I don't seem to be able to experience attraction like other people like normal people i tried just to do it to get it over with and the guy i did it with was nice but the truth is that i just don't feel any dot 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 okay about this i just think like I that think it was this, the wrong guy i think it was just the wrong guy a million percent not that she can't be asexual that's not that's it. fine it's the point that and obviously like adam ends up being the right guy for her because so she, obviously take the book. <laughs> also does anybody else have to like put notes on their book so they can go back to it later and reread it and like feel all the feelings again i don't know i do that all the time i have to start you do have to start i know i don't i used to read like on the nook and all that and you would and highlight? i would highlight yeah so like now i'm like i'm not writing my book i used to do that when i had ibooks a lot too mm-hmm. and then i when i got kindle in the middle on my ipad but there's something about a hardcover book i love like a physical like yeah. feeling the pages but i'd rather die than highlight than my book or bend a page or bend the page oh my god there's a special place in hell for people like that. And if you do that, honestly, no hate, but like some hate. But you belong in jail. <laughs> um, okay, so there was just like the first entire like sex scene, which was like great because I was dying for there to be some time. Let me tell you something. We read 268 pages to get to like the smallest bit of like sex. And it was committed. All, and it was Olive the entire time, like, oh my God, like he definitely hates this. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was just like, Olive, girl, babe. he is literally getting with you. Like, he, <laughs> like, sometimes I just want to like slap these girls on the book. Like, it cannot be more obvious that he wants you. He's literally telling you. Like, he put it out on a plate saying, I want you. And she's like, he's just doing that to play with my heart. 100%. Oh my God. Girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So, also, just a little something I noticed, and obviously I'm, like, getting ahead here, but Ali Hazelwood specifically likes to have her guys ask the girls, like, can I fuck you? And it's not just like a, oh, like, let's just do it. Like, they ask at least once or twice, and they have to wait. Well, whatever. And they wait until they're, like... Yes. And usually the girl is, like, so dazed, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so into this, and they'll literally be, like... Hello. Wake up. Can he consent? Can 
Yeah, he literally asked twice. He asked once on 272 and another time on 273. So let's get to the part where Tom makes himself a total asshole and basically, like, dry humps rapes her in the elevator. Tom is a complete asshole. I honestly didn't even see that coming. Me either. Like... I didn't see it coming, and I was so disappointed. But it was also, like, too good to be true where everything was working out. Yeah. So we needed... I either, Well, obviously, something was going to happen with them or with someone else. So Holden telling Olive, like, oh, watch out for Tom. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, I think Tom's going to be the bad guy here. That, of course. Yeah, for sure. Like, that popped out like, immediately. immediately. But I was just so disappointed when he actually was the bad guy, you know? I thought he was just going to, like, bail or, like, flake or something. I thought he was going to like, start some drama or, like, do something. Yeah, like, I was just, like, kind of be like, oh, last minute, no. Not, like, since you're getting with him, get it with me. So, yeah. because I'm giving you this. Like, like that entire thing. scene that I was reading, all I could think of was, Olive is recording this. I know she's recording this. Oh, yeah. I know, especially that Olive is, like, one of those really smart girls who seems to be, like, a little ditzy, too. Mm. I was like... I know Olive forgot to turn off that video. I know it for a fact. Like, I know she's recording this. So when she gets back to the room and, like, she's like doing... sad. Yeah, and she's sad. And then Anne and... I think it was Anne and Jeremy come into the room, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, let's go out. And she's like, no. And she, like, replays the video and it pops up. And she's like, oh, my God. I was like, yes, thank God. I wanted to, like, Woo-hoo! jump up and down. I was like... Jail. I was like, thank God. Because I honestly thought Olive wouldn't have stood up and said anything. And I think... If the video hadn't started playing, she wouldn't have said anything. Um, what do you guys think? We're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. have like a a story discussion about this, and you guys can leave in your thoughts and comments. Do you guys think Olive would have stood up for herself had Anne not heard the video? But like stand up for herself, or like would she have told Adam? Like I kind of think that had she never been recording it, that she would have just not gone and then cut ties with everybody and that would have been it where she doesn't know anyone like an explanation that's exactly what would have happened she i think if she hadn't accidentally recorded it nobody would have ever found out exactly but she did but she did moral of the story i don't believe that i know well of course he would have believed her even if she didn't have any proof but i think i think it just confirmed it we're like and it tied everything together because Holden also had never liked him for some reason. Yep. And it was just like, that's why. And the drama at the restaurant. I know. She has I the, love a good scene. She pulls up to the restaurant to tell Adam, oh, I need to talk to you, I need to talk to you. And then Tom is being like his typical asshole self at that point. Like, Adam, like, fuck this girl. Like, yeah, he kind of did like a... He did like a 180. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's though. when I was like, uh, no. I was like, no, he was being such a nice guy. And then all of a sudden he's going to turn into like this total douche right here at this point. I know. In public. In public. That's what, That's the only part that I was kind of like, mm, that doesn't... Mm, I don't know. For me. And then, oh my God. And then Adam punching him in the restaurant. I know. Oh my god. We love it. I literally remember closing my book, putting it down, and like screaming at It's like so satisfying. Yes. Because like he could have like I know a lot of people like struggle with telling their friends stuff because you don't know how your friend is gonna like yeah. take it. And like you could lose your friend, but it's like 
honestly, at the end, why would you lose your friend for, like, the truth? But now that she had proof and he, like, defended her, like, you're the best thing ever. This exact part. Tom goes, I don't even know why you're listening to this bitch. She clearly has a problem. And Adam shuts him up and says, I'm going to kill you if you say another word about the woman I love. Oh, standards are high. Okay, closing book, throwing it out, throwing up, throwing away. Drops the mic. Oh, my God. That was, like, perfect. I, I was know. reading that scene. I was like, yes. And Olive was probably, like, like jaw dropped, like, what? Like, she was probably like, me? oh, my God, they're both going to make me look bad. Like, I know. Because I feel like she's so oblivious that she would have been, like, even, like, through all of this, she would have been like, oh, he loves me. Yes. Like, obviously. He's been literally spoon feeding you the words, I love you, for the past book. Let's talk about something that cringed, that I was so cringed about. Like, let's go back to that sex scene for a second. I hate that Ali had to mention that this girl was wearing, like, galaxy knee-high socks. That, ew. That was so gross. It's like a weird flex. It's like not <laughs> not even a flex. I was like, you couldn't. Have I guess it like stem. Like you know? you're taking everything else off. Like, can we please take off the galaxy socks? Galaxy socks stay on for sex. <laughs> no, it's a no from me. <laughs> if you're into that, <laughs> if you're into that, that's on you. But it was a no for me. Um, but I thought it was like okay, quirky Olive. Like she's so weird. Like of course she's doing it like that. But I was just like, girly pop. That's so weird. <laughs> And you know what I liked? I liked how in this one, like, the epilogue was a year later to, like, their first kiss. And it wasn't like a, oh, like, of course they got married or this or that. No, like, it was I like that like a, it was. It was just, like, a continuation. Yeah, that's what I really yeah. liked it. I thought the book overall was so good. And it was just such an easy, like, lighthearted read. Like, you were just really rooting for the two main characters the entire time, yeah. obviously. Um, What would you rate it? Oh, I think I did rate this, like... A 4.5 out of 5. Okay, I would do that. Um, I would like a little more, like, smut. Maybe, yeah. like, I think I would really like more of, like, real feelings, not just, like, 80% of it being fake. Yeah. Like, 10%, like, no one knows what they want. And yeah. then another 10%, like, oh, we actually finally love each other. Yeah. Like, like, the weekly coffee dates weren't obvious enough. I guess not. Like I don't know. Like I don't get it. But I, then again, there are people that will do that and not like you. That's so true. <laughs> I thought the weekly coffee dates were a really cute idea. I know. Especially that like you guys work and like are so close to each other all the time. Yeah. It's like, like, that, like proximity. Yes. And I love that. And I think it's so cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I rate this four out of five. Four point five out of five. 4.5 out of 5. Yeah. So I wanted I, more real. I definitely enjoyed this book a lot. Okay, let's um, move into Love on the Brain right now. Also by Allie Hazelwood. And this book is has kind of enemies to lovers. Kind of. Definitely. Yeah, but like it's it was one-sided. It's one-sided. So one-sided enemies to lovers. Okay, this book is about B. Konigswazer. I hope I said her last name right. If I didn't, sorry. sorry. Um, she is a cat-loving, purple-haired, Marie Curie-obsessed scientist who is about to get the job of a lifetime. She's going to start working with NASA on this project with Blink, which is another like 
science-y. Like a neuro. Neuroscience thing. And <laughs> it's a science book, but I don't know too much about science. A lot of the times they would say <laughs> terms. And I'm like, I'm okay. going to forget what that means. Anyways, so she's getting this job and she's super excited about it. She's even bringing an assistant. Her name is Rocio. Like, she, this is like the offer of a lifetime. But the thing that is like messing up with everything that leads to this is that she has a co-lead. And her co-lead is Levi Ward. Now, B and Levi. The problem with Levi. The problem with Levi is B and Levi met in grad school. She was a first year and he was a fifth year. And Levi made his feelings towards B super clear that they were arch enemies. Um, Basically, he wouldn't even like give her or like her science. The time of day. The time of day because we'll tell you why. We'll tell you why now. B has a Twitter account called What Would Marie Do? Like Marie Curie, the scientist I'd mentioned before. And she has this great following of women in STEM who kind of blow off steam and always ask Marie for advice. And this is like this whole Twitter um, following that... She runs the account anonymously, so no one technically knows Yeah, nobody knows it's her. And she's kind of befriended another popular Twitter account called Schmackademics who be vents to about work and everything. And Schmackademics actually um, opens up to B, which is what would Marie do? And he obviously doesn't know it's B. And he opens up to her about this married woman that he's obsessed with. So obviously, if you're kind of gathering where this is going to go, Levi ends up being Schmackademics. And the married woman, quote unquote, that he's like in love with is B. Because backstory, she was engaged to Tim in grad school, at least that one year that Levi was there with her. So he just assumes now that they're married. They're married. But Tim is an asshat and cheats on B several times with several different women. And one of them being her bestie. Um, so now B and Levi have to work together on this NASA project. And while that happens, they shit ha- goes down. Shit goes down. They find it. They find themselves having to jump over lots of problems and obstacles. And it turns out, while B thought Levi was the one sabotaging her, there's this whole other character that honestly I didn't suspect it would be him at all. But he was like talked about a lot. He was. So- so yeah, you know. so we'll get into that after we kind of talk about who we thought the characters were, and then we'll kind of get more into the story and yeah. what we thought about it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so who did you see for Levi? I thought of John Krasinski. Okay, why? I don't know. He was like tall. He was like super tall, and John Krasinski is, I th- I'm pretty sure he's like 6'5". Yeah, but not cute. You don't think John Krasinski's cute? No. Celeste, <laughs> what? <gasps> From the Maybe office. like in in the office, like you know, his personality really does help, but like no. no. What? No, I think John Krasinski is super cute, and especially in the office, and especially like, have you seen a quiet like, place? Him with like the beard yeah. and the mustache. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking more like Jim from the office when it comes to Levi, but John Krasinski is cute. Maybe like the final seasons of the office when he has like the better haircut. I kind of like shaggy hair, Jim. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, who did you think? 
Um, I thought Tyler from Vampire Diaries. Okay, where they vibe just super. Where in this cover art do you see Tyler from the Vampire Diaries? Where do you see Jim besides the hair? Jim, the eyes, like the little face. The sw- <laughs> if they made this a movie and John Krasinski was not Levi, I would be butthurt. I highly doubt he would do it. Oh, I would highly doubt it too, but that's just like my pick, you know? <laughs> okay, so who did you see for B? Okay, so for B, I thought, oh my God, you know we didn't even talk about her twin sister? I'm assuming she looked exactly like her. I'm assuming she looks Oh, she has a twin sister. (laughs) (laughs) By the way. Okay, so for B, I thought of Macy Williams. Okay. And I thought of her because she's like this like cute, petite girl. And like, especially now that like Macy has like this crazy hairstyle sometimes. Mm. So I thought, and especially if B's a twin, I thought, her twin sister would be like Macy with brown hair, maybe no bangs, kind of like Arya Stark vibes. Okay, yeah. And I thought for um, B, like Macy Williams, like the crazy yeah. hair, like the short, short bangs, like the micro bangs. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. That like, was the vibe I got. Okay, so we kind of got the same like vibe area of look. Because I thought um, the girl that plays Carter and Finding Carter... But with, like, the same Kat Von D vibes. Like, with the tat oh, yeah. shoes and, like, the eyeliner yeah. and, like... The bookmakers seem kind of, like, grunge vibes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I Like, I know she does have tattoos, but I'm not sure if she's, like, covered in them. I don't know. And I know, she, I has know like she has, like, the septum piercing. And, and the, like, she has tattoos on her back because yeah. he was, like, tracing them. I know. So, I don't know. For Rocio, I thought of Katie Lowe's. Katie Lowe's plays Quinn in Scandal, but specifically the season where like Quinn kind of loses her marbles and starts killing people. That's why I thought of <laughs> Rocio. Because if you read the book, you see like Rocio's like super into like really weird ghosts and like, stuff. It's not even like weird. It's just a sense that like I feel like she it's tries spooky. so hard to be so like, you know, everybody's gonna die kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rocio scares me. She's like, a little dark. I would be kind of scared of Rocio, but not like in a like I'm terrified of you way. Just kind of like I'm so intimidated by you. You're yeah. so scary kind of vibe. Um, for Kaylee, Kaylee, which I totally didn't think her and Rocio were gonna end up together. By the way, okay, I know, and you know I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it either, but I was just kind of like, what? Well, they like basically threw it off because one, she had a boyfriend. Yeah. Two, she, like, all she did was complain about her. I know. So I was, like, I, something was going to happen with them, but I didn't think they would just get it on on her desk. Got on B's desk, please. Okay, we both thought of Reese Witherspoon, but specifically Legally Blonde. Yes. Specifically. Because she is, like, bubbly, like, she knows she's cute, yeah. but she's smart. She's the project manager for, like, all of um this Blink NASA. helmet NASA thing. And she's very she, like, what? It's hard, kind of. And vibe. she got into grad school at John Hopkins. Yeah, please. So, um, you have to be some type of smart for that. For guy, I thought it was Glenn Powell from Top Gun. Have you guys seen Top Gun? The new one. The new one. That's the blonde one with the perfect teeth. Yes. I don't know if I thought of him because he's like a pilot in Top Gun and he's the astronaut in the book. Yeah. So I don't I know. Thought of. 
Peter the pilot from The Bachelor. Okay, so we both definitely got some like pilot vibes yeah. from both of them. But, and they look very similar. They have like the same vibes. Tim. Tim is the ex-fiance who cheated on her multiple times, who gaslighted her, who just was the absolute worst, who told her she was a starfish during sex. I know. Can you imagine that? That's so awful. I remember reading that part, and I remember thinking, like, oh, Tim is an asshat. Tim has a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of him as Ted from Schitt's Creek. Wait. I love Ted. <gasps> I love no. Ted in Schitt's Creek. No, wait a minute. I oh love God, Ted. Tiffany. I saw Shake from Love is Blind. And if you watch Love is Blind... You know. Oh, that's perfect. Who, uh, like why I related it. That's perfect. I actually, that's really good. Yeah. Got reservations at Nobu. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for Annie, who is B's best friend, who cheats. Who Jeremy cheats on her with. No, who Tim cheats on yeah. her with. Who's Jeremy? Oh my God, wrong book. Wrong book. <laughs> Mood. Um, Annie, who is, or who was B's best friend, who Tim cheats on her with. I thought of Sophie Turner. I see it. But blonde Sophie Turner. I want to be very specific about that. Oh, that's a really pretty Sophie Turner. I know, because I felt like Annie would be really pretty. Yeah, because she, like, talks about how she is, like, pretty and confident yeah. and all So that. I very much thought of Sophie Turner. For Boris, who is, like... The boss, the one that is getting the complaints. He doesn't... He's basically the one saying, like, you need to do this and just constantly on them about we need this done now and like another company is doing the same thing like yeah. you need to go to the conference and like yeah. find like scope it out yeah. i pictured him as jeff perry but more specifically cyrus from scandal i see it i see it but i see lewis from suits yes they're both bald they're both like in their 50s so like same, same thing, thing. <laughs> yeah, boris has levi and b attend a conference nearby with a rivalry company that they're more or less doing the same type of helmet. But B, thinking out of the box, you know, she's like, oh my God, the reason why this can be better is because we're going to move something from the back of the head to the front. I don't know. There was like but a- she had originally said that and they didn't believe her. It was until Levi said, we're doing this and this was B's idea that of course anybody gave her the time of day. Which I don't understand why you hired her to not listen to her. That was like, the entire book the entire time and in nola which is where the conference was that's when things start getting a little exciting for b and levi because who do they run into the last day of the conference tim and annie and they're both looking at her like oh my god i thought it was so hot when levi like grabs tim and like tells him something and oh, tim yes. shits himself right I thought it was perfect. I'm I like, know. oh, this is exactly what I expected. I wouldn't really like that in real life. No. But for this book, I loved it. I loved it. it. I ate it up. I pictured Shake and like Shake needs to be sat down. Yes. Yes. I definitely <laughs> loved it. I thought that was such a good scene. And I was really happy like we got that kind of closure. That, And that yeah. is where Levi finds out that they're not married. Oh, my God. I was so worried about her the entire book and her fainting. Oh my god, the funniest part was like, is Penny's a little girl, right? Or Lily? Penny is a little girl who has. She um, shows her the tarantula pictures multiple times and she faints. 
That's so funny. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, first of all, I have one, two, three, four, five red tabs. That's what color red means. Color red means some serious smut. <laughs> Do you think the tweets in the beginning were meant to be super obvious? Oh, a hundred percent. I think if you didn't know that Levi was gonna be, I like immediately the Twitter put friend, the two and two together. A hundred percent immediately. That was but like maybe I have a feeling that maybe it wasn't supposed to be like that. No way, no way. Because at the end, it wouldn't have been like such a huge thing. Okay, if maybe at first you didn't think it or it didn't come to mind, fine. But when Levi sends this paragraph of a message that basically described what went down. I know what she smells like. She has a freckle on her neck. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why didn't she be like I have have a freckle freckle on my neck. Literally. I I was like, how do you not like think about that? And first of all, or second of all, Levi literally throws up hearts and rainbows every time he talks to her. Uh Uh-huh. And she always is like no, he he won't like me. No, I know. No, he hates me. No, this. When she found out he was vegan too, when she found out he had a vegan donut at their first meeting, and she called him, what did he? What did I she? I don't know, but she was lighting fire up. She ass. called him the funniest fucking name, and she was like, "You're not supposed to have him if you're not vegan." And he didn't even say like anything a to her. Weasel or something. Yeah, and I was like, "That is so funny." And I was like, "Watch, she's gonna end up being vegan." Yeah. There was also a part, I don't know, I don't know if you would have caught this. She was in Levi's office and she was looking at his like desk area, whatever. And when she sees the picture of Penny and him and the and his friend, she sees the little Yoda dressed up as I think it was like Marie Curie that it's like wearing a robe or something. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, when they're messaging, he's like, oh, I have this that I wanted a second grade fair. I remember thinking, oh, my God, she literally saw that on oh, his yes. on, in his library. I didn't even connect it. So, OK. OK. okay I guess if like, you didn't connect it, I don't know why she didn't connect it. But I, and he was like, oh, if I ever meet you, like, I'll give it to you. I was like, you've sir, already met. Oh, my God. Girl, get your shit together. Get your shit together, please. I think that was one of like the only things I didn't really appreciate from the book. That she just constantly was like, like he made her food, like all this. He's only doing that because he hates me. He couldn't have been more obsessed with her. Like, oh, I'm living in his house. Oh, but he for sure doesn't like me. Babe. His cat loves you, but he hates me. Literally. He goes to a cemetery and puts a ladder over the fence and gets you out of there. But he hates me. He's constantly saving her, constantly like doing all these things. Fighting for her, like all this stuff. But he hates me. Nah, book boyfriends hit different because that was like, I was like, what more could you, like, this I is- I know, girl, you're like the only one like- Like blind to it. I know. So there's a scene where Guy, which is the astronaut that's working with them, who is going to be wearing the helmet that Levi and B are co-designing, um, Guy asks B on a date. And then Adam's like, have you not seen her ring finger? B continuously wears her grandmother's, her maternal- her maternal grandmother's ring who passed away and she wears it on her left ring. I don't know why, but no, isn't that like bad luck? It is bad luck, but she loves to wear it. And <laughs> Levi this entire time is thinking that she's still engaged to Tim because she's wearing that ring or that she's married to Tim because she's wearing that ring. 
So guy asked her out. He's like, can't you see she's married, whatever. And B doesn't say anything. B doesn't say anything. That pisses me off. And I'm like. Yeah, but I think like, well, because she's like, oh, you know, like he covered for me. like Because she didn't want to go on a date with guy. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but I would have been like, oh, thanks for lying about me being married. I know. And then he would have been like. Ah, but she thought that him and Tim were friends. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then when he, like, found out and she's like, oh, I didn't want to tell you because he did a collab. And he's like, not anymore. Not anymore. I was like, yeah. yeah. I love ooh, when book ooh. boyfriends, like, start, like, beating on their chest. Like, yes, Levi. I love you, not them. Oh, my God. I know. And after that, like, but he hates me. <laughs> it couldn't have been more obvious unless, like, he would have. He literally, on his goddamn forehead. Even then, she would have been like, "He's only doing this to torment." hundred percent. I want to talk about the top level smut in this book. Do I think they take a while to get in? Sure, but I really appreciate the plot building, so it's fine. And I don't mind waiting for good smut. I love when the tension like builds yeah. up. Yeah, I don't mind waiting for it, but once I get there, like I want a couple chapters. I want a couple scenes. Like, don't yeah. just give me one little thing and call it a day. Oh, like the first little kiss. Yes. And it's like, mm, I'm going to need more from me. I'm going to definitely need like a whole scene about this. Yeah. He literally tells B that he dreams of her. I'm reading the scene and I'm just like screaming, crying, throwing up, like hitting my book on my pillow. Like, this is so fucking cute. I know. And then obviously, of course, like we had mentioned in the love hypothesis, Allie Hazelwood likes her men to ask for consent multiple times i, I love, love the difference between like i want to fuck and then it's like can we fuck like yes. can we do this can i fuck you oh my god it was yeah insane. he like asked her i love when i highlight it because i get to read back and i'm like These it's like you get so a little feelings again stop oh my okay, god so what so would good. you rate this book oh i would rate this a five out of five a hundred percent i like this book so much i honestly feel like i wouldn't even mind rereading it my thing is, like, I'm not a super STEM science girl. Like, I'm not mm. really into it. But I still appreciate the whole, like, book, you know? Yeah. Like, I like Again, the plot. I like overall. the story. I like everything overall. Um, I'd give it a 4 out of 8. Really? Uh, not 4 out of 8. 4.8 out of 5. Okay. Why? I just, I wanted to yell at her. I know. I know that happens a lot. Like, it was, like, super good. That was just, like... It would have made a huge difference had she just accepted the fact that 100%. maybe he doesn't hate you and everything you're thinking is, like, fake. I know. I She was definitely overthinking it. And I feel like I feel like we didn't talk about her twin sister. I feel like she was telling her twin a lot about, like, this and that. And she would call him, what, like, Dick Ward? Or what, what was she yeah, calling him? Mr. Oh, Wardness or something. Some, like hilarious nickname which i actually really like the nickname and like the playful behavior between the sisters but i just felt like the sister all across like across the fucking world should have been like have you ever thought to think like maybe this guy likes you just a little bit and yeah. i'm not saying like that he's mean to because he likes you trope because i fucking hate shit like that but i'm saying like i feel like she was reading too much like into she was it. such an outsider like where she could see everything as a whole like yeah I think she should have been like, maybe he's like. I feel like it would have been cool for the you. sister to be like. To put in her head. Yeah, like, B, are you being dumb? Like, 
I know everything that happened because growing up, they were like moving everywhere and like they've never had a home. Mm. So I, I feel like the sister could have been like, I know we've been everywhere, but like this seems like legit, yeah. especially the way he's been treating you while you've been at NASA, mm. you know? And I loved that at the end, she was like, after the ninth time Levi proposes to me, I finally say yes. Because she proposes to him. I love the book boyfriend who like loves her so much. Like, almost, that he like is dying. To, like, like he's dying to be with her. Yeah. Like I only want you. Like he would have done. He would have moved anywhere. Like if she would have ended up going somewhere else, like he would have followed her. Mm. And I absolutely loved it. Like he. I love Levi. I like I Levi I like more him. than Adam. In the yeah. love hypothesis. So. With that being said. With that being said, I definitely love Ali Hazelwood's work. I would definitely read any other book she has out. And she does have more out. And I feel yeah. like she does specifically write about, like, women in science. Yeah, because she herself is one. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yep, I didn't that's know why. that. That's all we have for this episode. So make sure you follow us on all social media. We're on Instagram at happyhourbookclub.podcast. And we're on TikTok, happyhour.bookclub. Please rate, comment, like, subscribe, everything to the podcast page. We do want to hear what you guys have to say, what you like, what you didn't like. We want book recs. We want like to hear what you guys have to say. About if you feel like we were books. missing something about these books, if we, if you feel like we needed to talk about something else, let us know. Like, or we, maybe if you saw a character differently, like just we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Next week we'll be reading "Things We Never Got Over" by Lucy Score. So read it. Follow along next week at Happy Hour Book Club. Grab your bestie, grab a drink, and let's do it. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.